Hey everybody, Dan Schinder here with Steven Schinder. Steven Schinder. Yeah, that's not an echo. We said it at the same time. This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You always introduce yourself. What was I thinking? Yeah, maybe we anticipated that my audio might possibly be muted. Um, I think it's fine though. But yeah, yeah, I'm just, I, yeah. pretty sure we're good. Um, we have a right. special dedicated episode to Steve Howe. Episode 95, by the way, not counting at least two dozen news desk reports that we've done. Um, but And we stick around to the end because we have something very special at the end of this that you may not have ever seen. I've never seen it. And Steve show, sent it to me right before we got going. So um, I'll mention that a few times throughout the show for people just joining us. But chime in, let us know where you're watching from. I'm in Globe, Arizona, 100 miles east of Phoenix. Yeah, and I'm in Downey, California, sort of L.A. County area. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, celebrating Steve Howe's 76th birthday. Like, wow, what a life, you know? Crazy. And before we uh, celebrate Steve, we want to celebrate someone who recently passed. Um no pun intended, but a giant in the progressive rock world, Ray Shulman, who often is listed as a bassist. Ray was uh, an amazing multi-instrumentalist. Um, I'm a huge Gentle Giant fan, became a huge fan at about 13 or 14, 14. And Ray was a great bass player, a great vocalist, he also played violin. He played acoustic guitar. There's a piece in an excerpt from Knots uh, that he does with Gary Green that is just amazing. Look up some old live Gentle Giant videos. Just a true, true consummate musician. And uh, we're, we're sorry to have lost Ray. Um, my first introduction to Gentle Giant was their first and maybe their only official live album, at least in the U.S. And that came out in, I want to say, 75, I think. Maybe 76. So if you're a Gentle Giant fan and you haven't heard the news yet, there you go. And if you are a Gentle Giant fan, go ahead and post uh, one of your favorite works by Ray with Gentle Giant, of course. So uh, we'll miss yeah. Ray, but his music will live forever. Just wonderful, amazing music. Yeah, and there's a post on the Gentle Giant page uh, saying he passed peacefully at home in London after battling long illness. Um, and uh, you you sent me a post that Jethro Toll did, which I think kind of surprised uh, both of us. It, you know, they honored him, but also mentioned that he authored many Jethro Toll DVDs uh, in the capacity as technical audio and video engineer. Yeah, I had no idea he worked in that space. That's really caught me by surprise. Um, yeah, and I, um, apparently Jethro Toll toured with Gentle Giant in the 70s. And oh. uh, I remember hearing that uh, Gentle Giant opened for Yes a few times. Um, I see on Forgotten Yesterdays there was once in 72, a couple times 76, once in 78, and once in 2000. But I also in, found this... I'm sorry, uh, in 78? Yeah. That's weird. That was the In the Round Tour. The first yeah. In the Round Tour for Tormato. So I wonder under what circumstances. That was probably at a venue that was not In the Round, obviously. 
But that's Maybe. interesting, huh? Yeah, and, and I found this um, this story from a while back. Uh, I'll post a link, but just I wanted to briefly um, mention uh, like this really neat thing that it says. Uh, so this is on Culture Sonar, and uh, someone named David Loftus recalled this show where Gentle Giant opened for Yes on July 24th, 1976, and it was in Portland at Memorial Coliseum. Uh, he said, Yes was dependably memorable. Still, there was something cool and distant about them. They seemed like gods who had descended briefly from the heavens to <laughs> serenade us mere mortals for an hour or so, while Gentle Giant had a very aw shucks or just five regular blokes having a fun time up here demeanor all the while doing astonishing musical things on stage. My allegiance switched then and forever to Gentle Giant, where it remained ever since. Um, <laughs> that That's really funny. Um, but, so wait, he defected from Yes Fandom, basically? Yeah, I don't know if he meant, like, completely, but uh, what's apparent is that Gentle Giant really impressed this him person over. at that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got into, I listened to Gentle Giant 2008, 2009, you know, it was that period where I was checking out all the different... When you found out things. there were other bands besides Yes, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and yeah, they were weird, but a cool kind of weird, so... Have you um, seen any of the live stuff? Um... I may have seen a bit of video. I remember you played me that live record uh, way back when, and it was like we collect the stuff where they like what they do with the vocals, and it was like the harmonies and stuff. It was really bizarre, but cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I regret that I never saw them live, which is crazy because growing up in Los Angeles, I remember a few years in a row. They played at the Shrine Auditorium, which was very known for operas and things like that. And I, I never went to see them. But but I was younger. I think I may have, other than a couple years, would have required someone older than me to go and drive. But um, just a great band, great music. Um, and Ray, we will miss you. Um, yeah. But not your music, because you left it behind. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, and there's also the recent passing uh, uh, yesterday, actually, of Ian Berenson, a uh, guitarist who's worked with Alan Parsons Project and Kate Bush. Um, it looks like he was on possibly all of the Alan Parsons Project albums. Wow. Like, at least, like, even the... Like, I remember getting into Alan Parsons Project around that same period I was checking out Gentle Giant, you know, stuff like Tales of Mystery and Imagination, iRobot, you know, there's some memorable stuff on there. So, yeah, that's another contribution to Prague. And yeah, yeah it's, yeah. But, Absolutely. Like we said, the music is still there. So it's great that we have these records, um, pun not intended, but I guess now intended, <laughs> of like these musicians uh, and all the work they've done, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And stay to the end, folks. We have a real special video treat of Steve Howe celebrating his 76th birthday here. Um, so this theme for his birthday episode, we decided to build it around his work specifically 
on the steel guitar or lap steel guitar, pedal steel or lap steel. And yeah. uh, we've got some fan comments. Steve had been posting on our channel asking people for their favorites. So what we're going to do is um, I'll start. We're going to take turns reading these comments. Chime in as well, please. And then Steve and I will give our favorites and most memorable moments of Steve Howe, not Steve Schinder, playing on the <laughs> pedal steel or lap steel. So this one comes from Gina Casulo. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Gina, and thanks for following what we do. She says, my favorite style, Steve Howe steel guitar moment is probably at the end of To Be Over, where it soars back after they sing, be ready to be loved. That's that part that goes, do, do, uh, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. All, all, all the, la, 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 la. Yeah, all through there. And then it's just <laughs> such great, such a great emotionally impactful moment that feels just right as an ending to the album as a whole. My other fave songs featuring Steve Steel guitar in no particular order are Gates of Delirium and You and I, Into the Lens. Ah, oh, that's right, Into the Lens. A Ghost of a Chance from Asia's Triple X album or 30. Uh yeah, they pronounce it Triple X, which okay. is actually my favorite Asia album. I may have mentioned it before, but yeah. Yeah, and then she says, uh, enjoyed watching him play the Fender Steel live last October. Very cool. Thanks, Gina. Yeah, and next here we have Paul Kevin Whiffen. So uh, listed a top three. So number one, And You and Die. Number two, Soon. And number three, going for the one. And then it says, can't remember others. There's been a lot of stuff listed here. So you're going to go, oh, <laughs> as I am, actually. Um, then right. Robert Cole says, Footprints, Wonder Love. I forgot about that on Wonder Love from the Open Your Eyes album. Wow. Yeah, Universal. Is that the part where it goes, do, 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 or is it a different part? Um. Like it's, it's a, like the, the solo. There's just the solo. I th or no. Uh, I haven't heard that for a while. But where is it? It's not the solo. It might be the part you're referring to. Okay. Uh, but he also lists Universal Garden. I didn't think of that. Um, Lifeline, which is the second half of Children of Light. Oh yeah, and we agree, of course. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's very specific to like an era like mid 90s to early 2000s. Yeah. And those are deep cuts. Like, Sorry, I got a crazy eyelash. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead with the next one. Yeah. Um, so this next one from uh, Joey Wise, the slide guitar solo in Sad Night at the Airfield. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, that's one from Fly From Here. So interesting. Yeah, I, I just Another. thought of something, seeing We Agree Again. And maybe that's the song I'm thinking of. What's the song on magnification right before um, Time is Time? In the presence of? Yeah. Um, uh, at the very end of that, you can literally hear him lift the slide off the strings. It goes mm -hmm. like, clunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, next we have uh, Marcelo de Souza says the last four minutes or so of ritual. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah. And I see a comment just came in on the live video. Uh, Mo's stocks 
says, I love the steel at the end of Toe the Line from the GTR album. Oh, also, wow. Great call. Also, yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that album recently. So, yeah, that's another obscure one compared to like the Yes stuff. Did we pay um, that song when we had Steve Hackett on? Uh, no, I think we played When the Heart Rules, yes, rules the, the Mind. mind. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Mose continues also the steel alternating with regular guitar and Brother of Mind from ABWH. Oh, that's another great one I didn't even think of. Yeah. 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 Good picks. Yeah. Um, I lost my place. Oh, we're on with uh, which oh, one? D- we're Danielle Trini says Turn of oh. the Century and You and I. Soon, Children of Light, the second part, and Ritual. And then Joey Wise replied, he uses a blacktopless Paul for the electric parts on Turn of the Century. So oh, I yeah. guess there was like a little debate of like which guitar he Yeah, I believe with. Joey's correct. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I skimmed through a video and yeah, I think Joey's right. So, yeah. Okay. But um, um, like all cards on the table, I'm not like a guitar expert so i have to like be looking at the thing like because like in my head there are different types of guitars even steel guitars i think so sure it's like i gotta see that it's the one where it's like on a stand and it's horizontal you know right. so that's but you can't hear know. like that sound in and you and i no yeah i can yeah i can hear the sound in okay. certain songs yeah okay you're making me nervous there uh, <laughs> mark freeze uh says i hope i have your name right says uh going for the one intro that's that's probably the most definitely up to that point the most commercial if i could use that term song he used that guitar on at least up to that point and and maybe ever actually yeah i remember when i'd watched the yes years documentary as a kid and they had the going for the one sessions footage that footage of him like playing it during going for the one when they're in the studio like always stuck with me and like i think as a little kid i remember thinking that it looks kind of like an ironing board like how's <laughs> he know, getting like, that sound out of the ironing board yeah like what's he doing <laughs> i never knew that that's funny um <laughs> yeah and, go ahead with max yeah um well first um marcelo de souza says the last four minutes or so of ritual uh, just making sure we read that yeah, one as well just in case yeah that's okay and max hunt says and you and i and soon yeah and tony jefferson's has a nice list going for the one siberian katru that section in siberian katru is that and the that's my favorite parts of those songs. So that's a great call. Gates of Delirium, Into the Lens. Uh, Penance is the one I was trying to think of when you and I were talking the other yeah, day from, from his second album. The, yeah, the Steve Howe album. Yeah. And then uh, there are a few others, but those are my top five. Very cool. Great list, Tony. Thanks. Nice. And next we have, so this person's username is Git solo. It's like guitar without the AR. Um, or maybe that's their real name. Who knows? Like, yeah. That'd be a cool name. Uh, says probably And You and I live last performances with the classic lineup 2003 to 2004. Cool. Eddie, yeah. uh, Eddie S. Songs. How convenient to be born with that name. Eddie S. <laughs> songs says, uh, I wonder if that's um, 
having a brain fart. Never mind. Sad night at the <laughs> airfield before they completely removed it on the return trip. Yeah, I'd have to compare those versions again because yeah, there are like little that? tweaks here and there, like not even just in the vocals, but like little musical things. I, I so, never yeah. thought of that. Why would they remove that? Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, people who listen know that my stance on it is like both versions should be equally available. So, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Make all versions available. Um, yeah. Uh, then we have Eric Wise, who says, uh, no instrument on the entire planet affects me like Steve Howe playing the pedal steel. That, that's very high praise. Yeah. And you and I into the lens, sad night at the airfield, original, awaken and gates. Cool. Um, yeah. And then we have another Eric. Uh, you want to read that one? Yeah, sorry, my mind wandered to a song. I'm trying to remember what it's from. It might be one that's not mentioned. I'll have to think it through when we're done with this. Uh, Eric Toll says, Children of the Light features stunning steel guitar. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Kevin Grosso says, soon, in all caps. Does that mean he's getting back to us with the answer? <laughs> oh, I didn't even consider that. <laughs> Jimmy Millard says, my first thought was playing to be over. That's cool. So the song I'm thinking of is. Um... Do you know like what it's, album it's, it's from? Yeah, it's. Um... Is it the remembering or the ancient? The end. That that whole song is. There's a ton of steel guitar. I'm surprised no one mentioned that. Yeah, that, the whole I, beginning part with the he's playing all over the place on that. No one mentioned that. That's a great one, I think. It was probably the longest. Yeah. It's probably the longest feature of that instrument of any yes piece, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I would have to look and compare, but yeah, yeah, these are all good picks. Um, so do you want to say your favorites, or yeah. do you want? Okay. Yeah, and, and one that just hit the radar is that last one. So in no particular order, um, definitely the ancient deserves very high praise. And for those of you who have not heard the ancient from Tales from Topographic Oceans, give that a spin. That's some serious, um, really interesting Steve Howe still lap up. Uh, pedal steel guitar work where there's a lot of distortion, all kinds of different sounds than on any other song that I could think of. Penance, as Tony mentioned, the spot in Siberian Kachu and you and I soon and to be over. Kind of obvious ones, but those are my favorites. Yeah, I think my favorites are obvious ones as well. Like, oh, I left out Freebird. <laughs> just kidding. Like pretty much all three relayered tracks um that's fair <laughs> yeah. yeah ritual and if i make it a top five it might be kind of tough because i'm trying to think between like andrew and i and the ancient and it's like those are two vastly different pieces but yeah i guess it'd be maybe andrew and i above the ancient but yeah like basically it's like uh, I feel like a lot of the iconic stuff is from the mid-70s, but very, lots of great 
things like even in like beyond yes like we've gotten a few picks here from gtr asia solo stuff so there's one um, other thing i want to mention um and i mentioned the song without realizing this it's not a pedal steel guitar technically i don't think it would be considered a lap steel guitar but the guitar he plays on time is time is an acoustic either uh dobro or resonator guitar and he is playing it on his lap and it's all slide okay you know what song i mean right that part how that goes yeah okay but um yeah so those are all real great picks and um like i have like a few little like things i heard about like regarding like steve like before joining yes um yeah you know just some stuff that was posted online but uh because one of the things that's coming out um end of this month uh, april 28th is permanent dream that tomorrow album where he's like remixed it and it's like their debut album but changed up a bit sort of updated what Um, what year is that from 1968 wow. uh, so it was like right before um well not right before joining yes but like R- around the time yes started right being a thing um <laughs> being a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um I-, I was thinking about this because like in an interview i saw where he was talking about that and some other things about like the late 60s um you know how he was almost in or auditioned for, or was considered for bands like The Nice, Jethro Tull, Atomic Rooster. And what I found interesting that I don't think I knew before was that um, when, when it came to Jethro Tull, their condition was that they wanted his guitar playing, but not necessarily his songwriting. Like, I guess they just wanted like a hired gun, like just playing guitar yeah. with them. Um, and he talked about how, like, with Atomic Rooster, the jam didn't necessarily feel like it. he meshed well with them. So, and he that's talked about, interesting. And then he's in Asia with Carl Palmer decades later. <laughs> right, yeah. How interesting. Um, but he, he was talking about how he, he he's like, I guess I was looking for, yes, I wanted a band that felt like an orchestra. And that sort of got me thinking about how... You know, it's kind of funny how Time and a Word, the one before he came on, literally had an orchestra. Yeah. And, of course, Peter Banks and Tony Kay weren't so into that. They weren't vibing with it. Um, and Tony wanted to go in a blues rock direction. Bill Bruford thought he was joining a jazz band. But Steve Howe wanted a band that was like an orchestra. And John Anderson would listen to, like, all these different, like, orchestral yeah classical and symphonic um composers music yeah yeah so like it makes sense why those two vibed at that time you know when steve came on for the yes album and they developed the albums that came soon uh pun intended afterward you know right yeah very true um cool thanks for chiming in everybody um let's play this special song Right. Yeah. Um, was there before we do though? Was there anything else you wanted to 
bring up regarding yeah. like yeah i want to mention steve that uh, we have so had weird. steve howe on the show that was that last may no that was last october okay good because i was starting to freak out about the time vortex <laughs> like did i go through a wormhole how did i get here i'm already thinking that about my age but check that out folks and we have had steve hackett on as well and he talked about working with steve howe um, yeah, we've had a lot steve of H's. yeah we've had a lot of amazing artists from yes and the yes universe so dig through our catalog you might be surprised if you have a a favorite they just might have been on our show already and if they haven't been we plan on having them so check that out this is um i'm gonna pull it up since i find the the right button bear with yeah. me folks someone that knows what they're doing will be right with you here we go yeah. so this steven found this on a youtube channel mogul so let's give them props i'm gonna play this right off their youtube channel this is beautiful check this out Still a big surprise coming, folks.
If you could pick one word for that, Steve, what would it be? Surprising. <laughs> Mine's magnificent. The yeah. playing, and it was funny when he picked it up, pretend like he was going to start strumming John's part. Right, yeah. <laughs> but that that was just mind-blowing, I think. Yeah. What do you folks yeah. think? What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, uh, and, mm. you know, I, I enjoyed the way he did it, the way he sang it here. But yeah. it, it kind of reminds me of um, 
when he and Bill were on that symphonic music of Yes album, uh, wow, 30 years ago now. Um, and there was like that bit of soon that begins with, I, I think Steve narrates uh, saying, reciting the lyrics, listen, should we fight forever? Knowing as we do know, fear destroys us. So Wow, I don't it, remember this at all. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, it's kind of huh. reminds me of that. Um, and I know that, you know, for, for Yes, um, they have a certain type of, lead vocalists that they need but i do love when they occasionally include a track where steve sings on lead or chris sang on oh lead i loved when, when, when chris sang lead i can't think of a song that steve sings lead but i can yeah, recall whereas, where his um, harmony really stands out yeah there was don't take no for an answer on return trip and damaged world on the quest one of the three oh bonus yeah tracks. yeah yeah, so and I love his singing on his uh, solo stuff. The first two albums are the ones I'm most familiar with. Um, right, but yeah. I, he's got a very different voice. Um, not everybody is pleased with it. I've heard, but I, right. I like it. And you know, he's a tenor. It sounds great. Yeah. Well, like it kind of, like I kind of don't get it when people say they don't. Like, uh, you know, people have their preferences, but yeah. personally, like, I enjoy it and, like, you enjoy it. Yeah, why like can't that. people just be like us? Like, what the? <laughs> Shave your heads and grow some facial hair. <laughs> it's subjective, you know. It's like any right. anything else, you know. Yeah, like, and, you know, people, like, make these, like, the Steve Howe band accusations. But oh. it's not like Steve is trying to, like, sing every song when touring yeah, with, yes, yeah. I think that would like be a sign of like, okay, this is the, but yeah, he plays the guitar like really great still. And occasionally yeah. he'll include a song that he sings on like some of the recent studio albums. And I'm curious to see if there will be a little bit of that on Mirror to the Sky. And when as does that well. come out again? It's the uh, first week of May, May 6th? Uh, no, it comes out the second or third week, May 19th. I oh, remember the day the before the Big Drum Talk TV 10 year anniversary celebration show in Las Vegas, where we're, ra there it is. we're raffling off this <laughs> drum, as a matter of fact. So, a little plug there go to the Drum Talk TV Facebook page and or sign up for the newsletter. You'll see all the info there. Right, yeah. But, yeah, I'm very excited for, uh, I mean, that event, but also the upcoming Yes album, because uh, a handful of people have heard it, apparently, and they say that people are in for a good surprise. So that kind of gets me a bit more excited than I already was. Um, and also this Tomorrow album from Cherry Red Records I mentioned earlier. I'm curious to see, like, how that came out like after steve like did his thing with it yeah and i'm curious to i've never heard any tomorrow to my knowledge and uh i right. i want to hear the 1968 steve howe yeah i think i it's possible i may have heard a few tracks but if i did it was like a long long time ago yeah. um i know there's a song that it is kind of where the third section of Starship Trooper stems from, you know, Vern. Oh, like, really? It stems f but I don't remember if that's from Tomorrow or from Bodast, one of those other bands. Oh, that yeah. Was in, in this the is sounding season. familiar. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But, but it's it's yeah. where Verm came from? 
Yeah, the the okay. song I'm thinking of. I'm not quite sure which band it was at the yeah. moment, but another neat thing that I heard Steve say recently is that prog rock pretty much stemmed from psychedelic rock. It's like, yeah, you look back like yeah. some of those prog rock bands at first were really psychedelic, like yes, Pink Floyd. Beatles and... even got into that a bit. You know, yeah, definitely hey, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we should make a Beatles podcast. I bet there aren't many of those. <laughs> There's probably at least 30 of them already. I know. Yeah, I was I'm gonna, just be, joking. Before you said that, I was going to say, I don't know if there'd be any fans. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting topic all altogether, really. Oh, the psychedelic thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the stems of how that crossed over evolved into Prague or pollinated musicians who yeah. became, you know, that whole thing is. Yeah. Like and, Steve went through that, like psychedelic to Prague and then adapting to like the whole eighties, like pop rock vibe. And then going back to Prague is like a whole yeah. thing, like the twists and turns of Prague rock. Interesting. Is that on a podcast or a YouTube video that he talks about this? Uh, he mentioned it in, uh, in an interview I saw on YouTube. Okay, cool. I'd yeah. like to check that out. If you re recall or whatever, find it, send it to me. Please. Okay, yeah. Cool. Folks, thanks so much for celebrating Steve Howe's birthday with us. If you're watching this at another time on the archive, that's okay. My birthday was April 2nd. And if Steve Howe's anything like me and a few fans could contribute <laughs> to this, we we'll just celebrate all month long. Some people make it that week. We celebrate all month long in our family. Right. Um, and the next episode that we have planned will be on Benoit David's birthday, April yep. 19th. Um, and that'll be 2 p.m. Pacific time, Pacific U.S. with 5 p.m. Eastern and 10 p.m. U.K. time. So for that, uh, we decided that we want to have people chime in like, uh, you know, Benoit sang on the original version of the fly from here album but he also sang on from a page so the idea is like people can sort of in their head gather the benoit david sung songs from both of those albums and put together a track list that combines songs from both of those albums to sort of put together what they think would be their ideal or cohesive benoit david sung Yes, album, and you can use some of the songs or all of them, or whatever you think is we sh we should uh, best, and we'll try it as well. We should call that episode Benoit David Fly From Page. Yeah, I was thinking like Fly From a Page should be on there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, Thanks, folks. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yes shift. You can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash at yes shift, and you can listen to us if you don't like looking at any of this. You can just listen to us on anchor.fm slash yes shift, which it gets distributed to like nine of the biggest uh, podcast platforms out there. And you can write us at yes shift podcast at gmail.com with comments, questions, suggestions. And uh, we do read fan mail and, and comments on posts as you heard or saw in today's episode. So thank you. Oh, there's yeah. a donate button on the anchor. Um, yeah channel right. and it was my birthday recently so. <laughs> <laughs> the big six oh i still can't get my head around that oh Did yeah you... I, I i'm still not used to like 
that number being your age. Like I'm it's not stuff either. It's yeah, just in your fifties biz- at most. Yeah, thank you. It's just bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's giving me a long pause. Let's say. Right. So. Yeah. Thanks, but, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Did you have something else to add, Steve? Oh no, I was just like doing the like sign off thing, like oh. saying thanks, folks, for tuning in and. <laughs> We'll see you next time on the next broadcast of Yes Shift. Absolutely. See you all soon. Thanks. Bye.